0: Shit, Zach, we got a month.
1: Uh, until the baby's due?
0: I, I hope that I would have known there was a baby coming eight months prior. You didn't know I was pregnant? I hope that I would have known eight months prior. But it ain't <laughs> my baby. I want I want, I want a DNA test. But we got a month, man. Football season is a month away, and not counting no. preseason. Obviously, preseason's like a week.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm fucking hyped, bro. I cannot wait for actual football action. I know, you know, for all the people, oh, there's been women's football. There's been, you know, yes, there has been football. Football is a year round thing, depending on which league you're looking at. But I'm excited for NFL football. I'm excited for the Jets. I'm excited for all football, but I'm excited for the Jets. So
0: I wanted to know how many
1: milfs the Mormon monster takes out this season. Yeah, I definitely uh, you just wait till you see my player card and what my team name is going to be this year. Uh, But uh, but yeah, I have been making as many like on Twitter every time I retweet something from Zach Wilson. I have done as many like mature jokes as humanly possible. Yeah, he's really matured in the (laughs) offseason. He's grown in length. Hello and welcome to another episode of Breaking Down the Tape, the best goddamn podcast you'll listen to if you ever listen to it. I am Papa Smurf. And you already know what I say. Yeah. I should just I should just roll the clip when I go to introduce you and just I said what <laughs> I said. I said what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> I thought that last one that I ended it off on was fucking mint. To the, you that one had it. me dying. That would have dying. I went back a couple of months. You could actually see, like, so obviously I edited myself out because the whole thing is about you and I said what I said and not me. But you could see, like, I go from, like, I have a little bit of scruff to completely nothing, just the mustache to then boom, beard. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the transition of when I, when I went to a baby face, little boy. Um, but this week, uh, as we ramp up, everybody in the NFL is at training camp. Um, there have been only one notable um, holdout. We'll get into that. Hector will take us around all the world of sports. We're going to be talking, you know, some baseball, uh, some basketball, some, some, a little bit of everything you already know. If you've been listening, you already know. And if you're new here, well, you'll find out. So, Hector, take us around the world of sports,
0: sir. Yeah, I mean, it's been um, uh, it's been a heating up a little bit more when it comes to like the other sports and, and shit going on. Um, first topic, really, going over to the NBA. Uh, this Brittany Griner stuff on WNBA, I should say. This Brittany Griner stuff uh, has come out. They are now, and and this this is what blows my mind. The U.S. has always stand by. We don't negotiate with terrorists or enemy, period, period. Uh, And then you just, and then you just fold. So now you're in order to get her back, you are giving Russia a arms dealer who committed terrorism in the United States. Selling millions of dollars of weapons who's serving 25 years right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that it's only 25 years. Mm -hmm. But you hand over this guy, Victor bout who, you know, for a fact is not going to spend a single second in a Russian prison.
1: Mm -hmm. And he's going to go right back to doing what he was doing. So let me let me make my position on this extraordinarily clear for the listener. Is Russia being a just giant conglomerate of dicks? One hundred percent because she got caught with a little bit of oil on her and they're charging her with like large scale drug, drug trafficking. So are they being a major bag of dicks? abso fucking Are they trumping up charges on Brittany Griner in order to try and force our hand like this? Absolutely. But let's kind of compare it to sports here. You are trading LeBron James in this fucking arms dealer for Tyler Hero. Like it's and I look, I have I definitely think Brittany Grotto should be home. I definitely think this shit has been dragged on. I definitely think that this is fucking insanity. But to trade an arms dealer for an athlete, no matter the athlete, it could be fucking Derek Cheater, who we'll talk about later. It doesn't fucking matter. It's not not, – to me, that's not a great trade. You're not really getting great trade value. What makes me
0: infuriated about the whole thing too, they are going to give Victor Belt over to Russia for Brittany Griner and a guy called Patrick Whalen. If I get his name right, Patrick Brown, excuse me if I got his name a little wrong. But I know his last name is Wh- Whalen, if I'm correct. Former U.S. Marine. Um, I can't even say former, because once you're a Marine, you're always a Marine. Um it spent he spent three years so far over there for espionage.
1: Mm, got caught.
0: It takes you three years. And the WNBA black w- w- gay f- woman, in order you for in order for you to get him home, you needed her. Where in the three years was it? Was he going to get home? Why is this veteran stuck over there and not getting no uh, exposure to what's happening to him? But, oh, shit, WNBA player Brittany Griner is detained in Russia. We need to get her back.
1: Uh, I got two words for you as far as that goes. Uh, It's more than two words. I can't fucking count. Point being is it's the court of public opinion, my friend. The court of public opinion, that's why, because let's let's be honest. And I know this is a sports talk show, so if you don't like this, I'm, I'm fucking sorry. But you're going to get like raw, real shit here. Uh, this country hates veterans. Let's be let's keep it a buck, right? Let's let's keep it a stack. This fucking country hates veterans. You've got, you know, your fucking, you know, Bubba and his, you know, southern boys who live below the Mason Dixon and everyone who thinks they're southern fucking said, oh, yeah, veterans. We love veterans. We yes, our military members should get paid trillions of dollars a fucking second because they defend this country. Right. But then when it comes down to it, what are you doing to help veterans? What are you what are are you voting for people who help veterans? You're not because veterans are the worst fucking treated, you know, group in this fucking country. I mean, how many I don't know the statistic off the top of my head, but how many of the homeless population are veterans? What are we doing in this country to help veterans? And it's this exact point. It does does that marine hold any more value as an American citizen than Brittany Griner? I'm going to say no. I think every life is the oh, same. You're not a marine. Know, no like you more. Said, but you want to It's, it's wanna the government, about, right? That's, that's what I'm saying. You want to you want to talk about how, you know, uh, you know, it takes a WNBA player, an athlete, any person, any any somebody that's above uh, a veteran. That's that's wild to me. That's why, but that's what it comes down to. It's it's the court of public opinion in this, in this country at at an institutional level. And when it really comes down to it, it does not give a shit about veterans. Uh, no, they say.
0: care about you while you're in, mm-hmm. even though they
1: pay you shitty, shitty only, housing. Only fucking... if you support, only if you support their cause. They don't. They don't. Yeah, you have to you if you, in, it, unless.
0: And I've been there. I've tried to, once I've gotten up rank and I try to voice my opinion, no, 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 no. They'll hide you. They'll shame you. Mm-hmm. They don't care about you, whether you're in or you're out. And then once you're out, they definitely give no fucks about you anymore. You are a number. You are a body. That's it.
1: You are government property. That's it. That's all you are. when you've lived your usefulness... So you're telling me this news. kid
0: spends three years in Russia. What happened if WNBA player Brittany Griner didn't get detained? This
1: kid would still be over there. And we, and I'll be, I'll, again, keep it a stack with you. I didn't even know that that was a fucking thing until you brought it up. I'm one of the ignorant masses who did not know that that was a thing until you said something. Well, I knew about him when I was in. Well, no, not even, because he's been there three years.
0: Um, I learned... Of him, when I was in, because he was in at the same time, um, and in of what, he's been over there three years detained. I think the first year that they, that, like, the year that they detained him, I we had learned about it, and then it disappeared. Naturally. And then disappeared. You never heard about it again. So yes. it takes a WNBA player that you're begging to come home, that you, I'm not even going to lie, look, I smoke hella fucking weed. I am I am a stoner through and through. You make up a you you, you literally went out your way to give this woman a bullshit. I, I'll I'll call it what it is. It's a falsified statement saying that she needs this cannabis for medical reasons and stuff. You, you she didn't have it before, but then once she got detained, she gets this letter.
1: No, come on. I don't know. I. Come I, on. I the timing is weird, but I, I, I'm a big fan of medical fucking marijuana. I'm a big fan of what it can do for I you. I am and, too, but I'm just saying it's
0: cover. it's wrong in the way they went about it right there. You know, they, uh, you you know you, first of all, it's not even all legal in the United States. It's not even federalized. It's legalized wow. within, within certain states. So it's There's not even so federalized. But you're going to go defend her in a country that she shouldn't have had it in in the first place. And granted, I've been there, I've been in court You know she lying, you know she took it And tried to sneak in through Russia with it There's no, oh Oh, I didn't know it was in the bag Yeah you did, the fuck you did There's no way you Accidentally pack weed No, (laughs) you know exactly what the fuck You're doing, I don't go on a plane trip And be like, oh
1: I accidentally packed my weed No, I'm packing my fucking weed Right no. And I hear you. She definitely there's there's a there's so many fucking levels to this, but she definitely has culpability. Like you knew the rules. You've been playing in Russia for how many years you knew the rules. You know, Russia has an axe to grind with the U.S. You have to know. You don't have to be a political science fucking expert to know that the U.S. and Russia don't get along. Like, come on now. You, you, read a book. And so, we knew you, about the war on Ukraine way before you took that plane ride. Why are you acting stupid? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why are you putting yourself in a position? And look, I'm not saying Brittany Grunner has all the culpability because she doesn't. Because, again, she had even if it was I don't know how many ounces of fucking oil it was, but come up with an egregious amount, whatever, even if it is an egregious amount of fucking hash oil. She's not trafficking drugs, and that's the charge they're trying to bring her up on. They're trying to bring her up on like a major fucking drug trafficking charge. So they Russia is going out of their way to be a just massive, unwashed dick for no fucking reason.
0: And then then they get mad when we call it, you know, like you said, you're forcing our hand. You only detained her. You wrongfully detained her. Because you don't like us. You're mad at us. Yeah. It's we're helping. To it's out- we're, we're, I mean, we're helping Ukraine whoop your ass. Cause that's what's happening right now. Ukraine, Ukraine's putting up the biggest fucking fight over there. It's a back and forth and Ukraine's whooping some ass. And, you, and you're mad.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's exactly what it is. That's 100% what it the fuck is. Uh, but you know, I'm, I don't know, man. Look, I'm not a politics expert. Uh, I'm just a guy who drinks and talks about sports. You know, but so I try and equate everything to what I can understand in sports. And when you're telling me that you're trading like a known international arms dealer for an athlete, um, I just don't see. I don't so, That's not a good trade I, to me. I want Brittany Griner back. I, I want so. Patrick Whalen
0: back. But that is the most lopsided motherfucking trade. Yeah. That, that's that's blacklisted right there that's, black. Black, black, that's one of his degenerate football league trades right there veto that can fucking we, trade what are you doing
1: say, can we veto do we have a veto button <laughs> like as the u.s can we veto this trade is that can we vote this not, this
0: not like can the, can the can the country as a whole vote to be like no this man should probably first of all he's an arms dealer how the fuck can we get 25 years
1: American justice system, baby. American justice system. But yet as a maximum security correctional officer way back in a past life, I was I had inmates that were in there for life because of drug charges, nonviolent drug charges. But homeboy is a fucking international arms dealer. He's got 25 years. Love to see it. Sarcasm. For anybody who's be like, oh Zach fucking said, Papa Smurf fucking said that he loves to see No, shut up. Or sarcasm. Leave me alone. Anyway, what else do we got next on the docket? That, that just blows my mind. Blows Amen. my mind. Um,
0: shit, it got me so fucking baffled right now. Uh, <laughs> going over to the MLB. Uh, we were talking about it before uh, we hopped on. We have uh, Ben Attendee coming over to the Yankees. Yep. That means Joe Gallo is... I don't know if they're going to hold on to him. Or Off with his time, head.
1: Or they're going to try to find a trade. But he, he losing, he losing a trade. time a trade who's gonna trade for joey gallo right now my local little league team wouldn't trade for fucking joey gallo right now uh <laughs> Aaron judge gonna have more... to pay you to trade for joey we're gonna have to give you top prospects and 50 million dollars and fucking sodas in your soda machines to fucking give you Joey Gallo. What are you talking about? Aaron
0: Judge has more home runs than Joey
1: Gallo has hits this season. Off with his head. I hate to sound like your typical New York Yankees fan who fucking just at the drop of a hat loses their mind, but off with his fucking head. I mean, I
0: I lost my... I, I question... I mean, I'm one of those guys have that have been... An advocate for Aaron Boone, I think he's done a fantastic job with the Yankees as a manager. Always a hundred win seasons, making the playoffs, close to World Series, blah blah blah. In this Mets Subway Series, this motherfucker pinched hit Joey Gallo in a crucial
1: what? What? What are you thinking? You'd have a better shot at putting me up to bat than Joey Gallo right now. Like, I'm just gonna at least chance of putting up a blonde person. (laughs) And the Yankees recall Helen Keller from their farm system, and she hits better than Joey fucking Gallo. Like wow. Wow. I agree with you. Now, something something about this that we also brought up, so I'm under the impression that with Benintendi, the Yankees are out of the Juan Soto race, that we are done, that there's no need to continue down this path. But you feel differently? I do.
0: I do, because like we were talking,
1: discussing before,
0: The ben, one, I love the Benintendi thing. He hits for average. He's a speed guy. He's a gold glove outfielder. He has a great arm. Um, Just If you just look at the dude, he just looks like a positive dude. He's only with us after we got him. He's only with us for the rest of the season. So he's a free agent once the season's over. Mm -hmm. Can we re-sign him? Will we re-sign him? Who knows? We'll see when the season ends. But that still leaves the door open. Because whether he walks, we still have an outfielder position open. And we don't know what's going to happen to Aaron judge. Yeah, so if Aaron I... judge, you know, turns around and for shits and giggles, he goes over to fucking Boston. Now we got a fucking another position open and we still have the money, the, the prospects, the value, the everything to go out and replace an MVP caliber player with an MVP caliber player.
1: True that. True that. Now I did see that the Yankees were looking to focus more on, on pitching than they were on, on like position players. Now keep in mind when I see these reports, they are from Twitter and TikTok, and you know what I mean? Like, some of them blue check mark verified, but you know, everybody gets these things wrong all the time. So how do you feel about, do you think the Yankees should still pursue Juan Soto or do you think we should still pursue pitching?
0: That's kind of tough. That's, that's really tough for me with the Yankees. I'll always go for the pitching. Sure. That has been one of our weaker points in, in our history. You know, we've always had troubles either keeping our pitchers healthy for an extended period of time or just n- not finding the guys that fit well and play well. Right. Pitchers has is what we need. We need to go look. The Astros got a dominant pitching rotation. The Mets have a dominant pitching rotation. You know, these guys that were Dodgers got, you know, pretty dominant pitching. We got guys that we're going to face in the playoffs with dominant pitching. We need dominant pitching. The hitters, Yankees are always going to get hitters. Yeah, they're the Bronx Bombers that's, for a reason. That's easy. Finding yeah. hitters, we got prospects that even if we don't trade away, this Jason Dominguez guy is a fucking rake animal.
1: Who's just Is that been- the kid who's like Aaron Judge 2.0, who's like a fucking, like, what, 6'6", or some shit like that, and he's just a fucking monstrous human or it's not the dude
0: that they drafted from vanderbilt recently but thinking. this guy has been um in the in the minor leagues for us i want to say maybe two or three seasons okay he just got promoted to triple a um i want to say maybe a month ago or something gotcha. first at bat he fucking ripped one like 400 feet there you like go. Dingers. this kid is nasty then we still have Velope, who's a shortstop that might be the second coming of Derek Jeter, if it all plan, pans out the right way,
1: we'll talk about that.
0: Yeah, that'll be a good segue. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got we we and right now, even when the Benintendi deal, we right. traded away three single A pitchers, still top thirty prospects for us. But they're in the age of twenty one to twenty four. They weren't going to make the majors at any time for us in the Yankee organization. Right. So they were no use to us right now. What, right. they're going to make the majors when they're 29? Right, we Might as right. well send them over, get pen and tendy, and let the Royals start playing them. Because we yep. know how the Yankees do. The Yankees always end up trading people away and getting them
1: back anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just happened with, um. oh, I like him too. It Fuck happened with it. Chapman.
0: It happened yep. with uh, the other pitcher,
1: Abreu, that Not we just- have. Just happened this season with some kid. Uh fuck it. He's a fast kid. He's a utility player. Tyler Wade. Thank you, Tyler Wade. I couldn't fucking think of his name. And I'm still waiting for him to, to get on the
0: field. I haven't uh, uh seen him get on the field yet, but I'm excited for that, that he's back with us. His first five seasons with us, he only spent half a season with the Angels and we got him back.
1: I think he's mm-hmm. a great utility man. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Speaking of because of the Tyler Wade trade, um, Tyler Wade was traded for like what cash considerations and a player to be named later. I think that is the funniest fucking thing in baseball that you can be traded for a player to be named later and you can be the player to be named later. It's happened a handful of times where a player has been traded for a player to be named later, and that player to be named later is the player that was traded. So essentially you're traded for yourself, and I find that to be one of the more wild and obscure things that can happen in all the sports, and it just makes the, me I just want to point the it out The way baseball works with their the verbiage and the trade, it, if the NFL or the NBA worked this way, it, it'd be... like like, i'm gonna trade you tom brady and then in like 16 weeks when we approach the fucking season no take back sees he's mine i mean obviously it doesn't work like that right like it's value for value and i'm sure there's like more to it than just like i'm gonna trade you tyler wade for a player to be named later and that player to be named later fucking mike trout you know what i mean like i understand that there's obviously some sort of regulating system that keeps it even. But I still think that it is just fucking wild that there is the potential be to, to be traded for yourself. I just, that's, that's fucking insane for me.
0: It, I, I've always said the same thing. The whole um, trading for cash consideration, that always blew my mind.
1: Mm-hmm. Like um, you are literally paying for a player. Like in the most strict and basic sense of the word, we're not not like you are. I will give you money for this human being. Like that's fucking. Wild. Like it's, it's it's not even a trade. Then you're just like yo, like I'll
0: buy him from you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just fucking. I, it's one thing to like sign. Is that even a trade? Agency.
1: Like it's for me, it's one thing to sign a player in free agency because I'm coming to you as the GM. Like say I'm the GM and the Yankees from you, Hector, and I'm saying look. This is what I think your value is. And you come back to me and say, well, fuck you. This is what my value is to me. And we meet somewhere in the middle. And, okay, I'm paying you, the person who thinks your value is delineated here. Fine. That makes sense to me. But for me, the GM of a team, to go to you, the GM of a team, and say, I'm buying Christie off of you for $50,000. And you're like, meh. I thought she was twenty five, but sure, I'll give you fifty for. I'll take fifty for it. Like that's why. It's just fucking insane to me. Whatever. I, I fuck. Okay.
0: Baseball. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. Like that's. I. You gotta give it to these guys. Yeah. These guys, guys. that work behind in the these offices and they make these. Brian Cashman. Like these
1: guys. Wild. These fucking trades. And, and to make baseball even more fucking wild, baseball doesn't have a salary cap. We'll get into that as well. And fucking, you know, you're paying players $350 million for a half a billion dollars, right? Or like these contracts in baseball. But then you take one step down. One step. One fucking step down. And you're making $10,000 a year. What? I and, and You bought a Coke machine up, for more than that this year. What? Since we brought up the, the, the salary cap
0: issue, I don't believe there should be a salary cap. I think most sports should be in the baseball realm of a no salary cap. Because yes. I'm all for taking money from the rich white man that don't give a damn about anybody else but his motherfucking self and the greens in his pocket. I'm all for knocking, like, if I'm able to take a penny out of their account, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. But I will also stand by, I don't think there is a single person ever on the face of the planet, ever, for however long the world survives, ever, worth. 500 million dollars a billion dollars no one in any sport ever is worth 200 million dollars i'm sorry it's not no one it's it's a sport that you play for free your entire fucking life no one is worth that much to play a sport
1: Yeah. Well, look, I agree with you when you're looking at a human being and like you're judging their character or what they bring to society or those around them. Yeah. You can't put a monetary value on people. I agree with you 100 percent. And when you're especially when you're talking about such egregious sums of money, I agree with you 1000 percent. But when you're considering the market in which these athletes, all of them play in, they're playing in billion dollar markets, getting paid 100 million dollars. Wait, wait, wait. What? The owners make If you own an NFL team when you start the fucking season, I am Roger Goodell, you are Hector, you own the New York Jets, season starts, and I send you a check in the mail of $230 million just because you own a football team, period. That is before your fucking personal fortune. That is before your fucking revenue from the stadium and sales and blah, 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 blah. blah. You get a check for owning a team because boom like what what so mm, i'm gonna, you know what like i said when- I was going to fucking curtail myself i'm not curtailing shit because actually i got into a fight with somebody on tiktok and it made me fucking mad all of my rants come because of motherfuckers on tiktok so i brought up the fucking salary cap and i posted a few videos yourself fucking braiding myself on on breaking down the tape on tiktok and this motherfucker is like oh Well, of course you would want uh, no salary cap. You're a Jets fan. And I was like, all right, if the best you have for me is (laughs) you're a Jets fan, stop talking to me. If you want to have an intelligent conversation in which we bring up ways to help smaller markets such as profit sharing like we see in other major leagues, then we can do that. And he said, oh, well, no salary cap. Why would you want that? That's killing baseball. That's the reason baseball is dying. No, the fuck it isn't. Baseball is dying because of old heads with unwritten rules who don't like bat flips or players fist pumping or having any sort of fun. What so fucking ever. It also takes six fucking years to watch an actual baseball game. So that's fucking why baseball is dying. It's not because there's no fucking salary cap. Nobody gives a fuck about no salary cap. You nah. just don't, fuck, you baseball, don't want baseball to fucking. Money. That's what I'm saying. Baseball like, ridiculous amount of money. If you put the
0: NBA and the NFL and you combine them, I still don't think they make the same amount of money as the MLB
1: that's what i'm saying like the nfl if you had no fucking salary cap like why explain to me a rational fucking reason i want anybody to write in comment on a fucking instagram post fucking send out an email to breaking down the tape at yahoo.com fucking explain to me like i'm five why in a multi-billion dollar industry the nfl the super bowl is one of the most if not the most watched worldwide production on the face of the planet the nfl has taken away sundays from one of the long-standing international organizations known as the catholic fucking church this is a fucking organization that makes more money than the entire gdp of the united states of a fucking america okay so you're going to fucking tell me that in that kind of fucking organization that's expanding to other countries, by the way, the, the NFL is becoming international. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that in that multi-billion dollar, it wouldn't shock me in my lifetime, trillion dollar industry, that players should get paid a tenth of what that industry makes? See, get the fuck away from me. See, when you say, when, and th- th-
0: this is good discussion right here, when you say it like that, and obviously, the richest people in the world are not these actors and athletes you see. Yeah, no, not the at richest all. people in the world. You don't even know exist. Mm-hmm. The rich people mm-hmm. in the world, you've never heard their name, seen a picture, nothing. Yeah, they, don't have, they, don't have social, they don't have social media, they don't mm-hmm. know. These you people think Elon are not, Musk and Bill Gates are rich, please. These people are well, technically. Elon Musk is the richest man in the world. So but, they say. But, but but he likes, you know, he likes to flaunt let, his shit a little bit. Let me put my tinfoil hat on here for a second. So they say. these rich people out there that you don't know exist. And when you put it in that extent, that they're just billion dollar company and these guys are getting paid 5% of that, then, yeah, like you could be like, yeah, that you, you know, that's why I say gun for all the money you fucking want. But I still stand by the simple fact that in this, in a sport, no one is worth that much money.
1: No, I agree. There's no human on this planet short of solving fucking cancer or, you know, the hunger crisis or home. You know what I mean? Like, I agree with you 100%. You can't put a monetary value on people. People are worth, A, more than money is. Money is a fucking made-up social construct, number one. Uh, fucking number So I agree with you on that, on that aspect. No, no one human should draw a personal value from a dollar sign and and be be worth such an egregious sum of money that is more than some countries fucking gdps so i fucking 100 agree with you um but when like you said when referencing what i said uh when you put it in the fucking context of this is going to be a trillion dollar industry before our deaths Yeah, yeah, fuck a salary cap. I'm sorry. People who want a salary cap just don't want players players to be paid. And to that fuck boy on
0: TikTok, to that little fuck boy on TikTok, he does know that the Jets are like the tenth richest NFL team in NFL.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, it's crazy. Well, I think that was his point was, well, because the Jets have so much money, they would be able to pay players to come. That's the – I man, you know what? I'm stealing your shit today. I'm going fucking wild, and I'm going on fucking rants because that shit fucking annoys me. Oh Well, they had the – the Yankees had the most fucking money, and they pay players to win. That's the fucking point. That's how you – but that's this is what that's the whole goddamn fucking point you pay a player they win you games the more games you win the more people show up the more people show up and buy their jerseys and merch and all that fucking good shit fucking makes you more money the more money you make the more players you play the more it's that's a, how this works fucking cycle My God, it makes me so mad when that argument, you just want that because they have more money. First of all, I want players to get paid. I firmly believe in players getting fucking paid as much money as they are humanly fucking able to get their hands on because of the fucking market that they play in, because they're getting paid by dudes who fucking make billions of dollars a year. Okay, they get paid two hundred and thirty million dollars to simply own a team. So yeah, I want a player to make as much fucking money as humanly possible. But uh, to because your team has a lot of money, then they'd be able to pay the players. Yes.
0: Did did you know there's nine other fucking teams that have? First of all, I just posted it. I posted it in the in the chat. Fucking Broncos owner is worth forty billion dollars. That's that Walmart money, son. Everybody talks about Jerry Jones and how the Dallas Cowboys is the richest franchise and they're worth $5 billion and da-da-da. And Jerry Jones is worth ten million or uh, $10 billion. The Broncos owner is worth $40 billion. That's $30 billion more than Jerry Jones. You think that... No salary cap then the Broncos is going to win every
1: fucking season then. Why are you worried about the goddamn Jets? And let's and let's let's flesh this out. Salary cap is ruining baseball. Salary cap is why, you know, the Yankees and the Dodgers have won all of these World Series. And ba, 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 ba. I hate saying this out loud because I'm a Yankees fan. When's the last time the Yankees have won the World Series? If the salary cap and buying players is the sure way to fucking victory, the Yankees should be 50 time back to 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 back
0: to back to back to back to back to back to
1: back to back to back to back to back to back fucking wrap my head around the asinine like someone literally commented that was like well well well, the salary cap is why you know the yankees and dodgers have just ran baseball oh because the yankees and dodgers rotate fucking world series wins because as a yankees fan i feel like it's been 20 fucking years so maybe you should lick my fucking grundle if these if these
0: so-called baseball fans actually pay the fuck attention If you dial it back, let's just say 20, 25 years ago, the highest paid contract was like $5 million. Yeah. $5 million for X amount of years.
1: Right. For like five years. That was the biggest fucking contract. And let's look at how the Yankees rose, not rose, but were dominant in the 90s. It was on Derek Jeter, Andy Pettit, Jorge Posada. Where did those players come from? Was it multi-million dollar contracts and free agency? I think the fuck not. I think absolutely the fuck not. So... Because it's really... If we want to break it down... When the Yankees start spending, started spending stupid amounts of money in free agency and shit, is when we started to start stop winning fucking World Series. So what the fuck are you talking about? Why? Why are you speaking? You don't know what you're speaking about. They were actually. My blood pressure. Well, let's talk
0: about Derek Jeter real quick. Let's bring. So, so in one of the when you see episode two, when you see episode two, it will talk about George Steinbrenner. At
1: one point George Steinbrenner had to give up running the team for a few years. Um I think that was in episode 1 or maybe I watched episode 2 because I saw that. Um after that the Yankees once once he
0: gave up that ownership for that small amount of time the Yankees actually started winning again. Yeah because the GM was the active owner Mm-hmm. started to develop the players and said, we need to go through the farm system. Yes, we can go out and buy players, but we need to develop our guys through the farm system as well. George mm-hmm. Steinbrenner is just after he won so much, he was like, we need to win. We need to win. We need to win. Go out and buy the next best guy, go out and buy the next best guy. Mm-hmm. We've seen how that works. All teams do it. You have to build through the farm
1: system as well as spend money yeah yeah no i just and i mean i just uh, uh, i can scream about this until kingdom come because if you have a legitimate argument fine we can bait You can debate, but to to say wrong things is just wrong. I'm happy you brought it up because let's go to Derek Jeter, because another fucking reason why I get mad on motherfucking TikTok and blow a fucking blood vessel is because people just fucking say things for the views. And I get it right. Controversial fucking takes is what gets you the views. I get it. And that's why I don't get a lot of views, because I'm a sane, rational, knowledgeable fucking human who doesn't say ignorant fucking shit. Like this, like there's one gentleman who fucking said, oh, well, if if Derek Jeter wasn't on the Yankees, would he even matter? He's the most overrated player of all time. There's guys with almost 3,000 hits and similar stats to Jeter, and nobody talks about them the same way. Fuck you. Well, first of all, almost 3,000 hits isn't 3,000 hits. So Exactly. Right. Did, he he played, played, did he play his entire career with one team? Probably not. Mm -hmm. does he do they have five gold gloves how many slugger awards how many fucking and again and i brought up to you in fucking pre and i'll say this to everybody what's the name of the goddamn show breaking down the tape it's not fucking looking at the stats you have to watch the game to when did Derek jeter's fucking hits come when did a majority why was he called captain clutch why well i mean because he was hitting fucking baseballs in april i think the fuck not like I said, I, like I said, like I said in pre. He
0: has the all-time hits for the Yankees organization. He has the most doubles for the Yankees organization. He has the most steals for the Yankees organization. He's sixth all-time on the hits list. He has 5 rings. People are like, "Well, he wasn't even the best player on their team when they were winning." Well, um if you are Actually paying attention to those years, Uh, yes, yes, he was one of the best players on their team, and he won. He was a crucial, crucial point of that first World Series
1: ring when we started winning in the '90s again. Yeah, and and he won as a fucking rookie. And not the best player on your team thing. You can't compare a fucking shortstop and a pitcher and skill set. Shut the fuck up. Number one. I've heard, I've heard. Well, Bernie Williams was better than him. Bernie Williams.
0: Let me educate you motherfuckers. Because I'm telling you right now, there's no bigger Yankee fan than the man standing right in front of you. Who lived six blocks from the stadium and used to get free tickets to these games. Bernie Williams, the year before 1995, Jeter's rookie season was 96, 95. They brought him up, but he did not play. He just sat on the bench and watched. 1995, Bernie Williams was almost traded. Mm -hmm. He was having one of the shittiest years of his early career and was almost traded. Not once, not twice, but three times. They held off. Jeter comes up in 96, wins rookie of the year. They win a world series in 96. Bernie Williams finally breaks out, has a good season. Then hits his peak at 97 and 98, where he starts winning batting titles for a few years, hitting 30 home runs, 100 RBIs. Jeter at the same time is hitting 300. You got Tino Martinez on the other side, you got mm-hmm. Paul O'Neill. You got all these guys hitting three hundred. So, mm-hmm. and then when you break down Bernie Williams' career, he has not done for the sm- he had Bernie Williams had a small fraction, maybe six years of prime playing time where he was hitting over three hundred and and playing well when they were when they were winning. For after two thousand, he disappeared again. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. Great center fielder, five star tool. All that, but to to compare Bernie Williams to Derek Jeter is just asinine.
1: Yeah. To compare any position against any position, it may be outfielders. You compare, you know, you can compare the three outfielders, I guess. You know, but as far as the rest of it, no, you absolutely cannot. And like you said, Bernie Williams, like every player, has a rise and then they have a dip. Every star does that. When has Derek Jeter ever risen or dipped? Derek Jeter came in here and stayed here forever Forever forevermore all right and this whole well uh, according to this advanced statistic that we just made up in the last two years he was the worst defensive player of all time and the only reason he made those amazing jump throws is because he had to what yes he had to what do you what wait he made the fucking play you're mad at him because he made – well, he made it way harder. Than, because of his terrible de- defensive range, it was way harder than it needed to be. What does that even but, mean? But he made
0: the play. But, but he, did, he, did, did, he, did, did what, made Was his range not that great? Sure. Did he make the play?
1: That's what but, – but, but because- His defense is so garbage. He has five gold gloves. Yeah. Uh, what? The worst defensive player in the history of baseball, five gold gloves. But, but because, because, you know, if he had better, if he was better defensively, it wouldn't have been so hard for him. Who cares about the level of difficulty when you're, when you're filling in your little fucking baseball sheet, right? And you fucking fill out, you know, that it's a five, four, three, double play, whatever the fuck. Do you fucking, do you rank it by difficulty? No, go fuck yourself. He made the fucking play. What the fuck are you even, ah. You know, I don't know if it's because I had fucking technical issues coming into this, or if I've just been stewing about the shit takes I've seen. Ah, fucking annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, no. I might put an expletive warning on this fucking episode. <laughs> fucking, uh, because it was hard. He's bad. What? 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 Ah! Ah! I can't
0: even. I can't fucking. Yeah. even. No, it 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 blows my mind that the Derek Jeter raping that he like it's it's
1: why do you hate the man so much yeah it's because it's because people love to tear down those are the that are above them number one and number two it's because the yankees live rent free in the mind of every baseball player or baseball organization and fan base ever and of course Derek jeter being the Yankee, right? You can't tear down Lou Gehrig. He has a fucking disease. Like you can't do that. That's just fucked up. You can't tear down Babe Ruth because he ended an entire fucking curse or he started, I should say he started in an entire fucking curse, you know, but, but Derek Jeter, you know, the, the modern, you know, almost the second player to go fucking unanimous. And he should have, but he should, uh, ha- you know, they, they just, they got to find some reason. You know, I get it. Your views on your podcast or your social media accounts. Well, that, are that, that just is me. Ignorant shit. That was another thing. The, the only
0: reason he wasn't even unanimous was because of a Boston fan. What a fucking
1: shock. Because he just didn't like Derek Jeter. He didn't get the vote. Yeah, I just I, I well, be, uh, when do you wasn't put a- your biases aside? When do you put your
0: biases aside in the sport and be like, look, I'm just a fan of baseball. Yeah, I might no. not like the Yankees or I could hate Derek Jeter, but when it came
1: to playing on the field, never. You gotta give the man credit when credit is due. Baseball is the most biased sport on the face of the planet. It's why it's dying. It's why, you know, I again saw a fucking take, uh, baseball MLB takes that fans just need to accept. And one of them was Tatis Jr. is fucking overrated. What? What are you talking? What? I, I just, I, uh, anytime I hear a baseball take, that most of the time I'm going, what? Where do you, where did you get that? What See, people, people make baseball biggie. takes what without actually watching baseball, or they'll come up with because ESPN is famous for this shit. You ever watch a fucking baseball game or a fucking you know a uh, 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 a fucking recap on ESPN uh, when when the humidity is at ninety percent and the moon is full and and Mercury is in Gatorade and uh you know uh, against left-handed batters that tap the plate twice, uh David Cohn is the worst pitcher. He he uh he walks them all. What the fuck does what?
0: They're the most superstitious superstitious motherfuckers, too.
1: What? They're the most superstitious
0: motherfuckers, too.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, baseball fuels its takes off of these, like, hyper-specific, like, if you look at only this... Like, I get it. We're trying to break down...
0: I get it. As the years go and the future keeps coming into the present, you're trying to find new and improved ways for analytics of why things happen and this and this and this, there is a point where you're digging too deep and you're thinking about it way too hard.
1: Yeah, you're looking... Here, let me... This is... When you look at all those advanced analytics, this is all you're getting out of it is this tiny little fucking... Like people, if they see this and they watch it, like, oh my god, breaking down the tape is terrible because Papa Spur's fucking all you can see is part of his microphone. No, the joke's on you. The whole fucking thing is terrible for a whole lot of other reasons. You gotta watch the show to know it's terrible. It's not just because of the fucking because you can barely see out of the corner of my <laughs> it's not camera. Because you come over here cursing, I said what I said, and drinking fucking <laughs> every episode. It's terrible because we're assholes, not because of this extraordinarily tiny fucking data point here, okay? That's why it's bad. Jesus Christ. Watch a fucking episode. God. God damn. So, I don't mean to completely, like, transition, but because I have ADHD. Remember when I said in pre that I saw this morning that there was some sort of contract signing? I just couldn't remember what it was. I did now. It wasn't football. It was Capo Caco. The Rangers extended his contract. Oh, I did see they signed him or. Yeah, or I didn't. Was it a signing? Yeah, they signed him. Well, they extended his contract. I think he was coming into the final year of okay. his contract. He wasn't necessarily a free agent yet. Um, He was set to be, I think, actually. Uh, But free agency hasn't technically. Um, But uh, but yeah, they extended his contract. I do not remember what it was for. I have no fucking idea. I just remember that we talked about it in pre and I couldn't remember what the fuck it was. So there you go. Copacaco extended for the New York Rangers. But anyway, now that I've completely derailed the flow of what we were doing here, see? See, if you watch the show, you'll know that it's bad for a laundry list of reasons, not because of data points.
0: Yeah, yeah, doing, <laughs> this is, this is,
1: we do multiple shit off the fly. Like this ain't yeah. this ain't pre-pre-scripted. Yeah. And while uh, yeah, no, it really is not. We talk about like a handful of things. Generally, when Hector and I get on here in in pre as we call it, uh we are bitching about our daily lives. We are not with this what you are catching is truly unadulterated and raw. <laughs> we are just. Yeah. We don't spend
0: that- weeks on end being yeah. like, all right, this week we're going to talk about this and bring up this. No, we're just like, yo, these key points just fucking been stuck in my mind for like the last couple of days. Let's fucking ran on it.
1: Yeah, if you want, yeah, see, this is good. Here, watch this. Watch this podcast producer at work, baby. If you want scripted, thought out, intelligent arguments, boy, do we have a podcast for you. It's nobody a shift here. We also got No Bull Sports with Braden, man. So if you want thought out, scripted bullshit, uh, fantastic, polished bullshit. Uh, go check out Nobody is Shiftier. You can find it under Breaking Down the Tape on our Spotify and uh, Noble Sports under his own Spotify or Anchor or wherever you get your podcast. But see, see, boom, podcast. Producer, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I also wanted to throw in there to give you a fucking quick second to think about what you want to bring up next. Uh, guys, don't forget, go on our Instagram. Um, there is it's pinned. It's going to be the first post that you see our giveaway post. You have to like that post. You have to tag a friend, follow Breaking on the Tape, and follow Flash Cap. You get to win yourself uh, this uh, Tumblr, 22-ounce t- Tumblr. From Flask Cap, custom engraved, you get to win this uh, Matic Six liquor cap uh, with the fun button to give yourself, you know, obviously more alcohol. And you get breaking down the tape merch, which is on its way to my house as we speak. So make sure you, you go you know on this great you have to like the giveaway post, uh, follow us, follow Flask Cap, and tag at least one friend. So there you go. You
0: know what? Great. I actually brought. Up uh, the Matic Six and the Tumblr um, at work last night. Did you? There you go to, to one of, to one of the dudes I was working with, and he was like, "What? That sounds fucking sick. You probably right. get lit as fuck." I was like,
1: "Bro, <laughs> bro, it is." I'll tell you what. If you've you know, I haven't used it in a while because lately we've been shooting day episodes, uh, but. Yeah. <laughs> you you should go back to my live unboxing or like the first episode I used it. <laughs> just that button's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> button's dangerous, it, it. You gotta be careful with that shit. It is. It's like having the Infinity Stones. You just make reality whatever the fuck you want it to be, bro.
0: <laughs> I'm super on the verge of shouting out the other podcast, guys, stay tuned because when college football season does kick off, we w- Jimmy Pips will be bringing back a form of pound for pound. He might be yes. switching up logos and names and, but he's definitely going to be coming with you guys with a lot of college football. I don't even know what to call it. Yeah. We got the, yeah. the new Mel Kiper coming, coming
1: to you guys. Seriously, though, Jimmy, Jim, 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 he has I don't know if he just like sleeps with college football on and he just like it's osmosis into his brain at night. That dude knows more about college football than than anybody I've seen. That's not named Mel Kuyper. You know what I mean? Or Kirk Herbstreet. So, you know, kudos to Jimbo. And yes, I cannot wait for that to start. Um, But transitioning and staying with football. We talked about Kyler Murray securing the bag last week. We were able to bring that up, but then shortly after the episode was released, contract comes out and there's an addendum in there that Kyler Murray must spend four hours a week during um during the the regular season during game seasons um studying film. That's the fucking weirdest thing I've ever read in my life. I'll be 100 on.
0: That's like being in high school and you're just not doing your homework so the teacher calls your mom and the mom's like okay now you got a tutor three times a week
1: for two hours there's so much to this that i don't understand and 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 maybe it's because i'm stupid and you can walk me through it if you can understand it you're in contract negotiations with Kyler, who's a good quarterback. I'm, I'm not taking nothing away from him physically or talented-wise. You know, he's a good quarterback. Um, I wouldn't call him elite. I could see him being on the border of great, but I'll call him a good quarterback. And you're in these negotiations. His his agent is pissing and moaning, talking about being a two-time Pro Bowler, like that's some big accomplishment nowadays. Um, and then you make him... You're willing to make him the second highest paid quarterback in the National Football League, but you don't trust him enough to study film. See my th-
0: my thing with Kyler Murray, and and I said what I said, and I've been saying it since this whole contract negotiation bullshit has come out with Kyler Murray. Even before that, when he started, bit he has become a schoolgirl a whiny little bitching schoolgirl who has done the bare minimum in the NFL to be not requesting, but demanding this type of money. Yeah. And then, you know, um, I don't know who leaked. There's been a lot of fuckboy boy shit in the NFL this last week. A lot oh, of anonymous we'll shit. And we'll get that. to that. A lot of anonymous shit, and we'll get to that. But a lot of fuckboy shit. You demand this money, and you give the bare minimum. And then when it comes out that in this contract, it says you're a lazy fuck, and you don't want to put in the effort because you think your talent is just good enough to get you where you need to be, that you have to come on a conference call, uh, a meeting, an interview, for 11 minutes and become a cocky douchebag and, and to defend yourself, you say, well, I was undefeated in high school and I won the Heisman and I was a first round pick and I got two pro bowls. Uh, Okay. How many other, uh, you know, Peyton Manning did the same shit. Yeah. But you know what Peyton Manning did? He kept his mouth fucking shut and he won.
1: And, and, and studied film. And here's the thing, Kyler. In high school, you can get away with pure talent. We've seen Jamarcus Russell do it. We've seen Ryan Leaf do it. We've seen insert everyone here do it in college. It's a little bit harder, but you can get away on raw physical talent. Insert Jamarcus Russell. Insert Ryan Leaf. Insert fucking Mitchell Trubisky. Insert fucking pick your player here you can get away on raw physical talent so yeah awesome you've been a huge fish in really small ponds but now now you're playing with like the 0.01 percent of the entire fucking globe your fucking talent's gonna get you there and it got you there and you can compete with them physically i agree with that but there is another level to this. You brought up Peyton Manning. Why do you think Peyton Manning is amazing? Why do you think fucking uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, um, any offensive lineman? Why uh, running back? Wh- wh- you think they're just physically talented? I'm gonna go out there and be the biggest, strongest man. No. No, that's not why. You think DeAndre Hopkins, you think Devontae Adams, Larry Fitzgerald, the greatest, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss. Okay, Randy Moss, we can exclude from this conversation. You think the greatest route runners of all time just. Use physical ability they're not Watching game film oh, okay this corner plays This way so I know I can do these routes I know I have to run it this way against You, you think offensive linemen Just go out oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lift Big and push people around like They don't I go pick out there up, down yeah, right? Like, I'm, I'm pass-protecting against Aaron fucking Donald. I know that this is his go-to move when this is the setup. And But you think fucking one of my favorite interviews of all time is Pat McAfee talking about playing the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers in his hometown of Pittsburgh, and they're on, like, the seven-yard line, and they're going to run a fake because the Steelers do this 100% of the time because that's what the game film has told them. And they do this 100% of the time. He's going to score a touchdown. It's going to be a, his first NFL Touchdown, you know, in front of his hometown. And then Troy, as he call it, Palamalu, uh, Troy Palamalu fucking lines up in the A gap and just completely fucks his entire life up. You think Troy didn't get that intuition and that instinct by never watching game film? Like, what? So great. No. You're physically talented. We all know that. Good for you. But that's not what gets you along in this league, dog. That's, that's like, not what. My- You know what blew my mind
0: when he said, well, I was drafted first pick in the MLB and the NFL draft. How many players have that happened? You do know, you do know, you know, Super Bowl winning John Elway was also a baseball player and a football player. You do know the Yankees offered him the fattest fucking contract for him to come play for them and he chose the NFL, right? Like, multiple Russell, people have played
1: multiple sports. Russell Wilson is a New York Yankee, technically. If Russell Wilson ever picks up a baseball bat and wants to play baseball professionally, he's a New York Yankee off the rip. They own his contract. Tom Brady was drafted into the MLB. You're not special. Yeah, the two sports yeah. translate extraordinarily well, apparently. I wanted, never think so, but they do.
0: If you wanted the money, you should have just went to baseball. Yep. You should have just went to baseball. No, instead, you come to football, you become this little baby back fucking Yoda bitch, and that's no, and that's no disrespect to Yoda. <laughs> no disrespect to Yoda. We love... All the disrespect world. to Kyler Murray, because if you just look at the way Kyler Murray represents himself now, like I said in pre, he looks like the biggest fucking douchebag. Uh-huh. You have you know done... What- nothing in the end of... Wait, maybe 20 years ago, what you Pro have Bulls. done so far, people would have been like, yo!
1: But not anymore, because everyone does it. Yeah. Pro Bowls don't mean shit. Mitchell Trubisky was a Pro Bowl MVP. I do not care about <laughs> you fucking Pro Bowls. I want to know <laughs> about not... your
0: All-Pros. Mm-hmm. I want to oh, I... know about... I want to know about your winning records
1: and your mm-hmm. playoffs experiences Mm -hmm. my my thing is and another like just dysfunctional fucking part of this whole situation is that the agent that represents kyler murray also represents cliff kingsbury (laughs) like maybe that's more common than than i think it is but i find that to be extraordinarily interesting that both of these subpar performing people have gotten contracts that are, like, linked together. And me personally, I've gone on record saying this is the downfall of the Cardinals' once-budding franchise because Cliff uh, uh, Kyler Murray is a good quarterback, and I think he's a good franchise quarterback, but he's going to make Cliff Kingsbury look good. Cliff Kingsbury is not good. And as long as Cliff Kingsbury is around, they're not going to be a good team. So by Kyler Murray doing good and signing this extension, it has...
0: why you think? Why you think they got Kyler Murray?
1: Cl- Cliff
0: Kingsbury went out his way to make sure Kyler Murray was on his team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... And like I said, it, I give Kyler Murray all the credit to his talent. You know, he, talented, could play very well, fantasy wise, realistic. Yeah. But great. He top ten, probably, probably the top ten quarterback. I, you degrade in my eyes i'm not speaking for anybody else in my eyes you degrade yourself i don't give a fuck about any of your talent when you do shit like this Mm -hmm. when you come out after doing like i said 20 years ago what you've done so far in your career is mind-blowing now everyone has done it so you come out you have a basic fucking few years now because that's what it is now It's just basic few years and you're demanding this money and then you're being a fuck boy like mm-hmm. i don't like i'm sorry and i'll stand by it. i don't like those
1: type of players and i don't want that around my organization now i agree wholeheartedly i agree wholeheartedly and, and just that it just brings me, me, me type of attitude mm-hmm. and bringing it back to the original fucking context of the conversation all of that on top of the fact that your own coaching staff, your own organization doesn't trust that you're going to put in the work that's necessary behind the scenes. Ah, man, it's just giving me some real dysfunctional vibes out there in Arizona. Like,
0: I'm excited to see the first five or six games for the Cardinals because they don't have their number one wide receiver. Right. You know, D hop, who was one of the top receivers in the league the last few years, somehow now come down and he pops for PDs. Jeez. So now I question myself like, damn, was he really that good? How long has been, he been using this to, to stay at this level that he's been playing at. Mm-hmm. Like, is he really that talented? So you take him up the equation for six weeks. Who the fuck he throwing the ball to? Mm-hmm when when like
1: 30% of his throws were to D-hop. Yeah, and now Christian Kirk is gone. Uh, who, don't they have uh, Zach Ertz? Chris, Christian Zach Kirk Ertz. Went, to, went to the Jaguars. Zach
0: mm-hmm. Ertz, he hasn't been relevant in years. And then, He had like uh, two or three decent years with the Eagles and then fell off the face of the... I thought he was going to be up there with Kittle and Kelsey, and he fell off the face of the earth.
1: J.J. Watts caught touchdown passes before. <laughs> <laughs> nah I, I'm hearing you bro that uh, that that I mean look Seattle's Seattle fans are probably jumping for joy because they now have the potential to not be the last in that division. The Cardinals are going back from whence they came straight to the bottom of the NFC West.
0: and, and I really thought they were going to do something. Yeah. I, I thought when Kyler came into the league, I was like, oh, this is it's gonna be interesting. This is gonna be crazy. He's gonna be like Russell Wilson 2.0. You know. I don't like the way he's carrying himself. Yeah,
1: no, I don't it's...
0: I don't like the way he went about the whole contract thing. I don't like how he was trying to hold out. You know, I, I don't I don't like any of it. The way it all played out, I don't like any of it.
1: Yeah, it's it's not a good look. It's the that whole Organization scene down there is just not a it's not a good look at all at all. But that's oh, uh, I was gonna say that's all I had for NFL news. But uh, Kyle Rudolph got traded to or signs with the the Tampa Bay. But and oh, what a fucking putz. Uh, Here I am about to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Kyle Rudolph as if that's the big signing. Julio Jones. Julio is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. The rich just keep getting richer. Mike Evans, Julio Jones, playoff Lenny. I don't know. Starting to, starting to sound like a bunch of Walmart bag boys, and that's the kind of team that fucking Tom Brady loves to play with.
0: All I see happening is Julio getting 1,200 yards and one touchdown.
1: Oh, yeah, Russell Gage, too.
0: That That's, that's, that's what Julio Jones does. He gets all the fucking yards. Nope. So that's what's going to happen. He's going to get oh, yeah. 1,200 yards, one
1: fucking touchdown. Oh, for sure. But here's the thing. You know your wide receiver core is scary when Julio Jones is your wide receiver three. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Do I think? I do would I think still put Julio him a wide Jones. receiver two. I would still what? put until
0: until Godwin comes back, because I don't think he's going to be back until week four or five or something like that. Until Godwin comes back, I would put Julio at a number two over Russell Gage.
1: I can, I, I can see that. I can see that. And yeah, once Godwin, Godwin comes, comes back, back then I would there. bump
0: into a three because then it would be Godwin and Mike Evans, kind of 1A, 1B, and then Julio.
1: No. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, on a a healthy roster, and you're right, I forgot Godwin's not coming back for a minute, but on a healthy roster, Julio Jones is your wide receiver three, but I agree with you. Do I think he's going to have this, like, oh, my God, you know, fucking amazing, you know, obscene record fucking season? No, but the point being is that when Godwin comes back, we've got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, Russell Gage, Leonard Fournette, Kyle Rudolph, which Kyle Rudolph is not like, he's not going to replace Rob Gronkowski, but don't sleep on him. Like,
0: God damn. God damn. I actually would say that Kyle Rudolph, I I say it lightly, kind of blocks better than Gronk. Route running running wise and catching ability, I give that to Gronk. But
1: when it comes to blocking for either the pass or the run, I kind of give it to Kyle Rudolph a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit. I wouldn't say by much, but yeah. And, and I think that's just a facet of how Gronk got used because he was so dangerous in the passing game that he wasn't used as a primary blocker. But I'll definitely I can I'll give that edge. Uh, but the Reds just keep getting richer. And and it's all to beat fucking Frat Stafford and Cooper Cup. That's that's they got pissed off that they lost. To Frathew Stafford and Cooper Cup, and they just can't handle it. Handle it. Well,
0: Julio Jones have had it in the back of his head for the, how many years now? He he was just like, I lost to the man, so I gotta go win with the man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, Ever the man that, stole. It, he, I'm sorry, Tom Brady literally stole that Super Bowl away from you guys. Uh, it it sucks. Bucks probably will be
1: one of the top four remaining teams this season. Are we saying Tom Brady rides off into the sunset on a Super Bowl win? And retires for two months this time and comes back? <laughs> I, th- I So I'll, I'll adjust that. I think his next retirement is official, especially if he were to end this season on a Super Bowl win. If the Bucks win this Super Bowl and Tom Br- Brady says he's retiring, I think he, he's done. I think he will ride off into the sunset on seven Super Bowls. Cause J Lo J Lo went out here and got married again, tied him for fucking Super Bowl rings, you know, for 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 rings, and he can't let that happen. So you'll see him if he runs off into the sun. Uh, if he wins the Super Bowl, he'll run off into the sunset. I think.
0: Next thing you know, he's gonna be chasing either either Yogi Berra's ten or Russell uh uh uh. uh fuck, I lost the track of my mind. W a uh NBA player. Bill That's, Russell's
1: uh, fucking eleven. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Sue Bird, right? Doesn't she have like the most amount? No, no, no. Not WNBA. I'm mean NBA. Oh, oh, my bad. My bad. Uh, NBA. Bill Russell has has eleven championships. Hmm. Yeah. It's it's gonna be the year 2050, and our children, you know, are gonna grow up being Tom Brady f- super fans because he's still playing in the fucking league. It's gonna be 80, great... eighty-five years old. Oh my God! So still still launching. Up. Still looking, still looking like he's fucking twenty because Tom Brady drinks the blood of small children and has aged backwards like Benjamin Button. So I, 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 I have, guess that's what money does for you.
0: I have a hundred percent faith that he is part of the Illuminati and yeah. these rich people that do like sacrificial summonings and shit like that.
1: Yeah, I I respect it. I respect it. And, and- you got anything? Oh. So go ahead. One last thing before we actually end it the the whole big did you just see Big Ben? You know you were saying something in pre. I forgot about that. Yeah 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 yeah. Big Ben comes out now, um,
0: and says the two phases of his career. You know the early part of his career and the late part of his career. Two different sides of career. And you could kind of watching his career and he played eighteen seasons. So like split it down the middle, nine and nine. You can kind of see the difference in the way the team was. Mm -hmm. year year one through nine and the year 10 through 18. He came out and said, you know, my first half of the career, it seemed more team oriented. It was about the team. It was about winning. Mm -hmm. After the second half of the career, it started to look more about individual player accomplishments. It was about me, 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 me type of thing. And, Mm -hmm. and, And I kind of agree to what he was saying, you know, when Pittsburgh was at the peak of Pittsburgh and they were winning, it was team football dominance. Then you get the likes of like a Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown and then guys like that, Antonio Holmes and shit like that. um, That kind of changed the culture, I guess. They were still winning in the regular season, but they weren't getting the postseason success. And it was all about me, me, me. I want my money you know, I want the football, I'm not getting enough touches, Mm -hmm. all this hoopla, I don't disagree in what he's saying. However, I disagree in his backtrack. Because then he comes out and he backtracks his whole thing saying, oh, I should have gave more detail. It wasn't that way. No, you said what you said, bro. Now stand by it. You are the face of Pittsburgh. When someone says Pittsburgh Steelers, they say Ben Roethlisberger. Like, stand by that shit you're
1: not wrong in what you're saying stand Mm -hmm. by that shit Mm -hmm. nah but you'll see that you'll see it happen all the time these players come out and they'll speak their mind for a second and then their fucking agent or their PR specialist or whoever will get on them and be like yo what the fuck bro I mean you saw it with Devontae Adams you saw the same thing with Devontae Adams he's like oh when you go from one hall of famer to another hall of famer you know there's a little bit of transition and then people are like yo you're called Derek Derek Carr, Hall of Famer, he's like, no, no, no. What you're not understanding. No, I didn't I, I was saying that even if you had a Hall of Famer at quarterback and you go to another Hall of Famer at quarterback, there is a transition. I was saying, even I, if but, I you know, call. Stand, stand on you, well, stop, stop it. Stay what she yes. said. Like, come on.
0: Yes, I think Devontae, especially, especially the, the, the that shit right there, I think Devontae Adams had a problem with either I'm not even going to say Green Bay. I think he had a problem with Rodgers. How do you not? I think he had an issue with Rodgers because there is, I'm sorry, there is not an undisclosed amount of money you can give me to say that Derek Carr, one, is better than Aaron Rodgers. Two, is a Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. He's just not. I like Derek Carr. I think he gets a lot of hate. He's way he's better than his Hall brother. He's oh, yeah. way better than his brother. Yeah. But uh, he gets uh, a, he, he's not a Hall of Famer.
0: I mean, he's going to. Uh, last year, he, he almost hit 5,000 yards. He's definitely going to hit it now with Devontae Adams. He's not a Hall of Famer.
1: No. He, he has no MVPs. He has no accolades. He has no no playoff wins. I was going to say, yeah, there's nothing. And he's not even hit 5,000 yards yet. Last, like he year, has, he, last year, he was close. He was like
0: 4,900.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was close. But that that's, I mean, and how long did it take for him to even get close? That's what I'm saying. Like, I think Derek Carr receives a lot of unnecessary hate, but he's not a Hall of Famer. But that's the whole point, is these guys say shit in these in-person interviews, and then, you know, when they think about it or when their PR person is like, bro, you did not just say that, they backtrack it. Like, the one person, I think is saying absurd, nonsensical fucking things, but Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill said that fucking Tua is the most accurate quarterback in the National Football League, and he has had many times to backtrack it and walk it back and recant. And my man has stood on that position. Look, man, you're an idiot, and you are just factually incorrect. But hey, at least you're standing on it. I got to give I you credit I, there. You said what you said and you're standing on it. Like props to I you. wish I would have screenshot his
0: – he had recently said something about Zach Wilson com- oh, I compared saw that. to – I, I wish I would have screenshot that shit so I I'll, can talk I'll about it you. again.
1: I'll talk about it because uh, I I watched it live on First Take. He fucking they interviewed him and they were like, so Bart scott, Bart Scott asked the fucking question. And he was like, so it came down to you know the Jets and the Dolphins, Zach Wilson and Tua. You know, what made you choose Tua over Zach? And he's like, well, Zach Wilson's a dog, man. He's got that dog in him, but I wanted to play with the best uh, the most accurate quarterback in the league. What did you just say? It's a guy the that threw like accurate? 57%. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? Two was a good quarterback and again somebody who gets a lot more hate than he fucking I just saw a TikTok that ranks him less than 30 in the NFL and, and, as a good quarterback which is absurd to me but you can't name 30 better quarterbacks than him I'm not trying to defend him you just can't name 30 better ones but let, let let's not call him the most act you just came from fucking Patrick Mahomes who I saw 2 inches from the ground in a Super Bowl game parallel with the ground throw a dot to you that you dropped. So what are you uh, what are you what are you talking about? The most what? Yeah, that, that
0: I, I, I you know what? We don't need Tyrese. At least he stands on that shit. It, it blows and then another thing another thing is these anonymous guys.
1: Oh yes, I'm so glad you brought that up.
0: Oh, these anonymous guys—I don't even want to get to the DC guy yet. There's been multiple.
1: There was another one that just came out. I posted it in the Glide about Patrick Mahomes. Oh well, he's not really that good. Once his first read isn't there, he just takes off running. Oh, that was a—that uh, was a uh, uh, homeboy. That was a stealer. Um, they said it was anonymous, so I—I must have missed that. But the the post that I saw said it came from an anonymous defensive. Oh yeah, it did came anonymous. It was homeboy from the Steeler that
0: brought it up on SportsCenter.
1: Oh, got you, uh, uh, Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark.
0: Ryan Clark brought it up on SportsCenter.
1: I'm just like, what the, f- what? Now, I get it. You're a def- you're an NFL defensive coordinator, but do you – are you for the Denver Broncos? Like, are you just not – are you completely biased? Because I'm not seeing what you're fucking seeing. My, I'm, my I'm seeing is- his offensive line break down and him get the fuck out of the way. Like, what are you seeing?
0: Uh, yeah, what I see is that, you know, the offensive line eventually breaks down. One let, – let's put it – Let's okay, you say hike. Hike. Tyreek Hill's probably getting shut down for the first 10, 10 yards. yards. Yeah. 10, 10, 15 yards. The line breaks down. He scrambles. He's waiting for other people to get open. No one's open yet. After 15 yards, all you got to do is yeet it. Fuck it. He he is there somewhere. He He's going to get it. Just yeet it as far as you fucking can because ain't nobody going to beat him to the ball. Yeah, no. So, like, where is it that you shut down his first option and and he, you do know he has Travis Kelsey, right? Mm-hmm. And you do know Travis Kelsey was more of the number one option more than Tyreek Hill.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, if you take away his first read, you know, he just scrambles. He's not that good. Like. And, and then I, I just the, don't get it, man. I don't get it. I can't. I, I just can't, I, want, I can't wait to bring this one up. I, I cause I, just speaking of anonymous and I know your reference. I know you know where I'm going, but the Lamar Jackson anonymous fucking comment. I, oh my God.
0: I want this name outed. I, I want all of the names outed. All of them. All of them. Do not say some shit. If you are going to hide behind a closed door. I
1: don't care do how not, many MVPs. Put your name out in. there. I don't care how many MVPs he wins. He'll never be the true quarterback one. What did you just say? Do you understand what you just said? Like, what? I... P- Louis Riddick said it perfect. Louis Riddick said it perfect. He
0: was like, this is personal. This is is personal. You personally just cannot stand the man. And it makes you even more mad that he's being successful at what he's doing. So you're trying to downgrade him. Oh, the true number one should play like this.
1: Yeah. I, I just, I can't get, I can't, you know, like you said, first of all, if you have the balls to say something, say it like with your face attached to it. Don't be a fucking coward. Stop being a fucking coward. We say ridiculous shit here all the time. And all the six people that fucking listen to us have to fucking stare at our faces while we say it. Have the balls to fucking stand on what you say. And I finish it when I said what I said. I'm telling you, like, like it, it, for you to just make such egregious fucking statements and not... I, It's wild to me. It's like, you know, I see these things and I feel like I either don't have an understanding of the sport or I just am watching a it's like I'm watching cricket and they're watching football like I, because where are you getting this from? What are you fucking noticing? Patrick Mahomes isn't that good. If you take away his number one read, he's not that good, and he just scrambles. Yeah, that's why he won a Super Bowl and then made it to the next one. You fucking reject. It doesn't matter how many fucking MVPs fucking Lamar Jackson wins. He's not a true quarterback. One, you understand? Like five ACLs tore on his team last year. What do you fucking want?
0: You, you know what killed him? Is it was a it was a defensive coordinator that said that about Lamar, it's like, hold up. You're a defensive coordinator. It's not even an offense. Like I could get it. If it was an offensive coordinator for another team that could be like, you know what? I really don't truly see him as a number one.
1: Right. You know, he wouldn't be without
0: all the extra hoopla of like, Oh, I don't care how many MVPs, blah, blah, blah. He could just be like, look, I truly don't see him as a true great talent to be a, you know, starting quarterback, blah, 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 but not a true number one. Cool. But it's a defensive coordinator. So in my eyes, the minute I see D.C. anonymously, blah, 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 blah. In my head, Lamar Jackson torched you Mm -hmm. multiple times,
1: and you're mad about it because you can't stop him. I'm going with the Bengals. I think it's the Bengals.
0: For some reason, in my head, what keeps popping up is Dan Quinn.
1: Uh, I can see it. I, can see. I don't
0: know why, but since the minute that post came out, the only name that pops up in my head when that statement comes to me is Dan Quinn. I, I don't know why.
1: God, if, if it comes out that Dan Quinn said it, you're telling me the fucking lottery numbers <laughs> like, holy shit. But no, I I, I hear you, man. I, I just, it's fucking, it's fucking wild to me. It's just, I cannot, I cannot understand having that amount of balls to say what you said, number one, but number to, to be so confidently wrong and say it, but then to turn around and hide your own face—the level of cowardice you've got to have—it's just—and like yeah, you said, he, you know, it's it's personal. It's personal. That's not a football statement. That's not a football. He, statement. That's Lamar Jackson in the went out there, and threw for fucking five hundred yards on you, and then fucked your wife. Like that's why you made that statement. That's, first of, of all, first of all,
0: the only first of all the only QB fucking wives we know who that is. The book so, of War Moms? <laughs> the, yeah, the Mormon milf monster belongs to us. So, um, but it, it blows my mind because, like, look, I stand, I and I said what I said. I stand by it. When I saw Lamar Jackson playing in Louisville, and he got drafted, he should. I said it. He should have went to wide receiver. He should have went to wide receiver or running back. I don't think he should be a quarterback.
1: Yeah, that style. I think. Of play is I think he.
0: I think he runs too much, but he has an arm. And we've yeah. seen players in the NFL and, and in other, you know, tiers of, of, of the football realm where you started off as a wide receiver, became a quarterback, or you were a quarterback, you became a running back, or, you know, we've seen that. Emmanuel mm-hmm. Sanders, who used to play for Pittsburgh, was a wide receiver. He played college quarterback. Like, mm-hmm. like we've seen that. I said Lamar Jackson should have been a wide receiver. He can throw the ball, but I've never said that he was a shitty quarterback. Yeah, I said he just should have been a wide receiver. He'd probably better off. Probably would have been a higher draft pick. You know, uh, who knows what would have happened? Whatever. Yeah, he's still a very good starting quarterback.
1: Yeah, I would. I would I would take him over at least half of the NFL starting quarterbacks right now. I feel, I mean I, feel like I don't know my rankings right now but I put him in the top 12. That's what that's exactly what I'm saying. I and I feel like I could accurately defend that. But and and here's the thing. You know, I disagree with you. I don't think he should have switched to wide receiver or running back. I disagree there. But I will say that his style of play is extraordinarily hard to maintain, especially as we see a fucking, you know, a uh, huge transition to the air raid, you know that we have been seeing and that we are in. It's just, it's hard to sustain that level of play. We saw, and I said it all last year with Josh Allen. If your quarterback is leading your team in rushing yards, you're not going to win a Super Bowl, period, end of story. And look at what happened. And I firmly believe that. You still need a running game to take that pressure off of him. Running and throwing the ball is just a very hard thing to maintain consistently. And I just, unless they can fix that in Baltimore, I don't think he's going to win a Super Bowl. But that's not like, He's never going to be QB1. What? No, it's just saying that there's flaws in his team. That, I just, see, I thought Baltimore did address that. No,
0: I, they, I'm just saying. They had five fucking running backs all get hurt. They had, they said, they probably thought the same thing. You know what? Quarterback shouldn't be leading the league in, in, in the team in rushing. They went out, got all these running backs, and they ended up getting hurt. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you if they didn't get hurt, Lamar Jackson would have had ran as much as he did the previous season. I agree. He would have scrambled here and there. And obviously he's when he scrambles, he's breaking it for 20 other
1: than a first down, but he wouldn't have ran the way he, he had to run more last year. I no, I trust me, man. I agree with you. I think there is a flaw in his play style. And I think that, last year was a freak of fucking nature of what happened to his backfield, but to, to make, you know, those are rational football criticisms. Those are, those are things that like rational human beings say, I think he's a good quarterback, but I don't think he'll take that next step to being a pocket passer because he tries to maintain too high of a level as a running passer. That's a rational criticism from a defensive coordinator. But I don't care how many DC or MVPs he wins. He's never gonna be a true number one. Uh, what? If he win, if he goes down and win two, first of all, the, the the the
0: ridiculous number of twelve MVPs, that's one. First of all, the man with the most MVPs is Peyton Manning. Motherfucker only got five. Right. So, like, please, if you're gonna if you're gonna make it sound good, make it sound good. Be like, I don't give a fuck. He has more MVPs than Peyton Manning.
1: That's right. how you should have said it you don't care how many though for so for the rest of his career, he wins MVP every year. He's still not quarterback one to you. I it just, yeah. yeah. It just gives me the ick. I hate to sound like a child because that's shit. Children say, uh, but it gives me the ick. You know, if yeah. I'm like, are you a retired? I gotta know. Are you an active defensive coordinator? Or are you a retired? Are you, are you, are you from like the seventies? Is Yo,
0: that, I want to know. Is, like, I want to know. Yeah. We need to start digging. We need to start hitting up some people and be like, "Yo, out them. Just I'm out them." Diving
1: into this. Let me pull Just up my out contact em. list.
0: Let me hit up uh the Johnsons cuz I'm close I'm close friends with them. I'm going to hit up mm-hmm. the Johnsons, you know, the owners of the Jets. They're going to call, call some people. We'll, we'll see I, I want we'll this man's out. name. We'll I'll want this by. man's
1: name. We'll hang him in the in the town square throw fucking what's that uh uh what's that fucking thing called the, the i don't i don't know but i know is that a motherfucker you know what i'm saying like uh fuck. i mean i'm fine with a news too but <laughs> oh shit let me hey, not because dead. the man might be black and then they'll call me racist oh my god yeah that'll fuck it up that'll fuck the whole episode up not like i'm gonna change anything about it but still <laughs> um before, before I let you get to the end, um, I just wanted to reiterate the fact that we do have a giveaway going. Go to the Instagram page. It's it's pinned. It's the first post you're going to see. Get to win a, um, a Tumblr from Flash Cap, the Matic 6. Ah, sorry, it took me a second to grab it. From Flash Cap, a couple of stickers and some breaking down the tape merch. Um, you know, so guys, all you have to do is like the post. Comment, uh, tag a friend. You've got to uh like breaking down the tape or follow breaking down the tape and follow Flask Cap. Very simple rules. We will be picking the winner on our first live of the regular NFL season. Um, and with that being said, hey, obviously, shout out to Flask Cap. We love them. I love their products. I use their their tumbler as a water bottle every day. I work 10-hour shifts overnight, so I can't really drink as much as I would like. Um but uh, but when I do drink, I do use it and I fucking love it. Um, But then I'll turn it on over to Hector. Hey, guys, we're coming here
0: to the end. We're in August, pretty much. I want to let you guys know. Degenerates is coming back. Coming back. And it's coming back with a fucking vengeance. With content galore. Just wait till you see what we got for you. We've gotten shit piled up, just ready to just Send out Ooh. so all you guys can just see the episode will be coming back. Uh, draft night is August 22nd, 7 p.m. We will be doing a live uh drafting. Um, we got some new guys into the league, we still got some a bunch of the old guys. Raining champ, uh, champ Christie is sitting downstairs just soaking it all in. Uh, stay tuned because September 8th. First game of the season. It's a Thursday. Um, we'll be doing the revealing of the winner of the Flash Cap and the Breaking Down the Fame merch. So stay tuned because Degenerates is back. Season five is in full go. I said what I said.